Hey, everybody, and welcome back to We're Just Talking. It is, again, your favorite Jersey Shore podcast people. Yeah. I'm Julian. That's Carly. Yeah. What's popping? Yeah. You know, um, what's Julian, really good? Julian's in an interesting mood because uh, the Giants were so bad. Well, uh, well, first of all, let's talk this. Well, real quick, let's address the problem. Let's just let's talk, it. Let's just talk the problem. it through. They played Dallas and lost to them. Yet again, for the 90th year in a row, but the Giants did put up one hell of a fight and did have their best performance of the year so far, which isn't really saying much, but they definitely looked a lot better. Play calling was really good. Execution was good at times, not good at other times. And then, of course, the um, two touchdowns that were called back and some other penalties cost them the game, which, you know, kind of used to it by now, so it's all good. But at the same time, still heartbreaking. We suck again! But um, other than that, more importantly, opposing quarterback Dak Prescott. Oh, my God. We hope you heal up and get better and this push through it. This is, like, enough to make me vomit watching like, that. It's yeah. really bad. No matter the team, you never want to see that. Like, we're, we're all humans. We're all people. We're trying to get through this, this life together, regardless of what team you play for. Yeah. And you never want to see something like that. So I hope I hope he gets better. Yeah. Uh, hope he comes back stronger. This is a house full of cowboy haters, and the two of us were like, wow, that's, like, terrible. We terrible. feel so bad. It, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what team they play yeah. for. Yeah, you know? when you see somebody's ankle like rip off and spin around, like you're just like, mm, yeah, he maybe didn't deserve that. No, no just because he plays for Dallas. No, it's because he plays a sport for a team. <laughs> yeah, that you don't sport. Like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, really, if you, I mean, this is a this is a chat for another day. But if you really want to get down to how insignificant sports are, I mean, we can talk about that until the cows come home. But yeah, but I I will say I agree with you, Carly, that on on the on the scale of things, you know, they're making millions of dollars, and you have you know frontline workers who are not. Yeah. But on the on the I like what's going on recently with the social movements. Yeah, especially sure. especially football and basketball. Yeah, we've talked at length about yeah, this. Even yeah. baseball, but like no, like we're we're addressing real life problems, real life situations and scenarios that are going on right now in our country and the world. And yeah. I think that they should use their platform to to help for progress. You know, right? But yeah, that's my opinion on that. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. We are also drinking uh, some delicious Pio Noir oh, yeah. from California. My shipment came in from Macrossi Winery. Um, I ordered the Day Ranch Pinot Noir and the, what was it? Sonoma Coast. Sonoma Coast. Sonoma Coast Pinot Noir. Two, I ordered six bottles of each because, you know, moderation is really a good strategy. We have 12 <laughs> bottles of wine. So we have 12 bottles of wine. No, but I think they'll make really good, like, Christmas gifts and, like, stuff around the holidays, I think. Um, um, I don't know why we need to give them well, away. Well, listen... I mean, I, I'm just saying it would be something nice to give to people. Like I understand certain, that, but we, we blow through okay, bottles of wine. All right, but we can also go out and buy more. It's not really. But it's not from this winery in, in, okay. in Sonoma Valley. All right, so so anyway. Um, I said it right, Sonoma, right? Yeah. So anyway, in theme with tonight's discussion, uh, the horror show that is the Giants football franchise, we're going to be talking about spooky shit and Halloween and spooky season in general. It's one of my favorites. I don't know. I, th I think I've made Julian a quasi-believer in it. I don't, you know, he's not really on board with all of my, like, extraness, but he's coming along. Carly, I've gotten... Uh, yeah, but it's kicking and screaming. Contacts, so you know, a mascara. I've gotten toilet paper glued to my face because of you. Okay, listen. And it's all good. You know, I love it. I love Halloween, but, you know, I agree. I think that maybe this year, let's keep it a little died down and do something simple. Yeah, I don't... I am, like, a Halloween freak. I don't... I don't hold back at all especially when it comes to special effects makeup like i just like to really go all out on like gashes and wounds and you know transforming us from one species to another and we like to go really all out with our costumes but this year i'm having trouble finding motivation one because halloween isn't going to be normal this year you know how it was in, in past years we typically go to a halloween party that our friend hosts 
but he's not able to have that party because it would be totally in violation of any and all uh, protocols for COVID. So that's kind of not something that we can do, but I, we're trying to figure out what we can do. And I think, I think I've just come to the conclusion that I want to waste one of my stellar costume ideas on this year. Like I'd rather just do something simple, witty, cute, basic. Okay. okay. You know, so that's what we're going to do. But okay. our house is all decorated. We we love a good Halloween theme. I, for one, have been watching Halloween movies. I don't think Julian really is into that vibe, but I am. I love scary movies. No, he doesn't like scary movies. No, I like what we started watching. I like that. Okay. Okay. So last year there was Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. And that that show is like true haunted horror content you know like it was a series but it was like it was good like it was good solid horror i feel like recently like in recent years a, a lot of horror movies have kind of well, gone off the beaten path and become somewhat gimmicky and it's hard to keep scaring people when they've already been accustomed to you know uh, the rob zombie movies and the saw movies and everything else like and even like your classic horror movies i, I think now it's just like you have special effects and that can easily just go over the top it can easily be just like, okay, that's not that's not real and that doesn't look real and doesn't seem real. So I think when you find a good series and you're able to really enjoy it and it's real true horror, I think that that's valuable, you know. And then there's always the classics like Hocus Pocus, Casper, like the cutesy little Halloween movies. Those are more your speed because you don't like to be scared. No, I don't like the cutesy, I don't like the cutesy Halloween movies. Oh, okay. Then like, what do you like? Share it with us. What do you mean? In regards to what? In regards to Halloween movies. I like, I like the um. I don't know. I, I'm because I'm not really into that. Like the, it, like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I force it. On no, him. I like Halloween because we have to dress up and go out and get drunk. You know. I like that. That's fun. That's, okay. With our friends, that's a lot of fun. I like doing that part. Okay. Well, but this like, is beyond all the movies and stuff like that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You well, know, this is what you do, Carly. For for Halloween, for Halloween, for ho- holidays such as well Thanksgiving and Christmas, you like to you know. Fully throw yourself into the mix and, uh, you know, dive into all the movies and all the themes. and It's a whole month experience with you. Yeah, okay. And how is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, for me, it's more of, like... It's it's a, it's a yeah, but that's thing. your that's one your that's thing. your spirit like all along. Like everything is like until the last day, until the last minute. Like like what? You don't like you don't get excited for vacations until it's the night before. Like you don't maybe like a couple of days before I started getting pumped. No, for it. not really. So that's kind of where we're different. I like to just embrace the time leading up to the holiday, mm-hmm. specifically Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but also as a kid, I feel like my parents like totally overdid the Halloween thing. Like we would just go all out on our costumes and go. And like my mom would just be like, this is what you're going to be because I'm going to make it. And it's going to be so intense and it's going to be so like detailed, you know, detail oriented and all the like all this other stuff. And so my brother and I actually joke about this all the time because like Halloween would roll around and I'd be like, I want to be a princess. And my mom would be like, you're going to be Miss Piggy. And that's final. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And because she just got like so much joy out of making the costume like as authentic as it could be or as cute as it could be. We were never really allowed to buy store-bought costumes. Like we weren't allowed to just go to Target and pick out a costume. My mom would make it. Well, I think that's a good thing. It's Oh, totally. Yeah. And it yeah. makes it authentic. I mean, when I was like a teenager, I was like, well, this is bullshit. Like I don't want to be a chiquita lady with fruit on her head <laughs> you know lady. like i just ugh. yeah it, it was t- it was taxing as i as i hit like puberty but um but yeah no i appreciate how hands-on my parents were and they're teachers too so they were able to go trick-or-treating with us after school um when it was on a weekday and we would go all around the neighborhood we had a really good neighborhood we'd go trick-or-treating um i actually don't know how your childhood experience was for halloween what was it like i don't recall 
What do you mean? You recall what you were for Halloween. Well, uh, okay. What were you for Halloween when you were like five years old? I don't know. A Power Ranger? A Power Ranger. And that was store-bought, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the next thing I remember is um, I was maybe in the second grade. I was Mr. Freeze. Um, and <laughs> no, but my father actually uh, made made me the, the costume. Um, the Mr. Freeze costume? Yeah. Like painted like he like zoned in yeah on he, this. i mean your dad like I, from what i understand like when he decided he was going to do something it was like all in it was over the top yeah so like i went to, i went i remember i went to uh school that day because it was like dress up for halloween yeah and i had like this like cardboard slash like sweatsuit mr freeze outfit on with my face painted silver and my hair spiked up and glitter and stuff like that yeah and uh, like it was it was legit and it was made yeah handmade oh yeah, yeah that's and, good and then i don't remember but you got to pick it right like you chose to be mr freeze i think so yeah Okay. But then I don't remember anything uh, at all. Did after. you do anything with your friends ever for Halloween? Um, I feel I like I did really one. Think so. I think I did one costume with my friends, and like that was when I was like finally allowed to break free from my mom's like imaginative costumes. Yeah, uh, I can't remember anything up until my mid twenties when you and I started dating, <laughs> and uh, you brought me. Ah, and you, you were really in for it. Me, so I don't really. Yeah, so that's that's what I remember. Yeah, you were really in for it when you met me because I don't I don't fuck around. Actually, the way that we started getting really into it was we went to that first. We went to Halloween at Jenks that first year as zombies, remember? Yes. And we almost won the whole contest. Like hundreds of people like, and we almost won. Like blacked out drunk on, on oh, stage. Yeah. Not, yeah. not even really realize, the girl realizing was like, what's going on. Yeah, the girl was like, come up here, you're going to win. We're like, what? <laughs> we were true zombies. I mean, we were really in character at least. Yeah, and then, um, and then like I thought our costumes after that were like the next couple of years were excellent, and we never got even a yeah. second thought. <laughs> yeah, like we ha- our costumes are so much better than some of these bullshit costumes. Yeah, but the problem had. is the problem is, is a lot of these local Halloween um, competitions like they put a premium on like pop culture and like you know like the Donald Trump costume is like one that would win. You know what I mean? Like it, it's something that's like very contemporary and like oh that's so funny and definitely not overplayed. Like it's just, you know, like the more creative you get and the more off the beaten path you get, like the less likely you are to win something like that, you know. Like there was one guy, remember the guy who what was he um from Transformers? Yeah, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. It was a whole Transformer costume. Was it awesome? Yes, it was awesome, but I mean Yeah. It was yeah. uh, it was also obviously store like just purchased from somebody yeah and he just put it on or I whereas like, i put like my blood sweat and tears for three hours and we just bear where the other people are like yeah it's cool we're like oh, yep. we spent all day doing this yeah and we, yeah I, I painted scales on my face and then the one that was like well i like this one but like daft punk like that was cool mm-hmm. and it, like looked real yeah that's also an easy costume that he that, yeah that, that's the thing we're all like we took time to yeah. you know to do all this work throughout the day and right. we didn't even get a second thought yeah like, Come on, man. Yeah. You know? We went last year as Chucky and Bride of Chucky. That was a good one. Yes. Um, what were we the year before? We I were... think that's when we were the other uh, doctor and the nurse, right? Oh, uh, yeah, because I had... Oh, no, the year before we didn't go out because of my accident. We did pumpkins here instead, oh. remember? So the year before that. It was, was the year that. before that, doctor Jesus, and nurse. Jesus, time just flies. Yeah. Before that, I was a plastic surgery gone bad. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were like Dr. Death. Yeah, which I, is a, the name of another podcast. If you listen to Doctor Death on uh, on podcast radio, it's another mm, good podcast. Mm. Um, yeah, so we we take it very seriously. We're kind of bummed that it's not going to be what it was at one time this year, but we're going to try to make the best of it. I learned that 
Halloween, I was like looking up stuff before and I learned that Halloween was started like in Ireland and it was like a Celtic celebration of Samhain, it said. Samhain spelled, it's like Gaelic. So it was spelled like S-A-M-H-A-I-N. It's spelled like Samhain, but it's pronounced Samhain. And it was like the ancient celebrate or like old celebration to like chase away ghosts. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Interesting. Like people would dress up in costumes and dance around a bonfire and like try and chase away like the spirits or whatever and then over time i guess it just became this whole like trick-or-treating jack-o'-lanterns festive type of thing where the kids could go out and kind of celebrate on their own um i know i think new jersey is i don't think there's there's trick-or-treating is there this year i thought i heard there there is there is oh there is but there are rules what are the rules you know i don't think you can oh man i forgot i was listening to it on the radio the other day i Um, thought he i thought governor murphy said there's gonna be there's going to be Halloween, but no trick-or-treating. Like, No, you can trick-or-treat, but again, oh. there are rules. Um, oh. I can't fully remember the rules. I don't know if, you want to, if you're able to look yeah, it up. Yeah, let, let me try and look but it up. But I think it was like, obviously, if you answer the door, you have to have a mask on. Candy needs to be, obviously, individually wrapped. I don't, well, yeah, which I, it always is. I, don't, I, think you, I even think they said that you can't have it in a bowl, something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so that there's, oh, you'd have to, like, hand out. Yeah, which also doesn't each, make sense either. But that's, Oh, okay, trick-or-treating. The best way to hand out treats on Halloween night is to arrange the candy in such a way that it limits the number of times each treat is touched. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like on a platter, like flat, I guess. I don't, would be... I, I don't think they want you. Pu- I, I think they said you can't like put it in a bowl either outside your door yeah. and like just that's it. Like I think like you have to like, yeah, give it to people like that. You have to wear a mask. It says if you open mm-hmm. the door, you have to wear masks. Resident going from house to house are told to limit groups to their own households only. And avoid indoor haunted houses, which remember that haunted house we went to a couple years ago? Mm-hmm, yeah. That one was so good. What was it called? Bane? It was in like North Jersey. The actual haunted house? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. That uh, we went to? That was kind of like uh, a little bit of role play too. That was, yeah. Like, Get in this. Yeah. This trunk. And like, <laughs> yeah, they gave us a safe word. That's how like intense it was. They gave us like yeah. a, a word to say if like we couldn't take any more. It was good. It was good. I mean, the whole time, like I'm, like I know it's fake. But, yeah. Like, they, it, it, it. But they would like they were like you had to sign these consent forms and everything yeah. else. You have to like let that like consent to them like grabbing you, pushing you, shoving you. Which like they really don't do. They, they don't do they a lot. They're like you, they just scream at you. They're like get in this box and they like push you in like a coffin like through a tunnel yeah. and like, I mean it was intense. It was the most intense haunted house I've ever been to. What about um? Where did we go in Philly? Oh, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah, that yeah. one was that one was spooks. That one was that legit one was because of where it is. It's in the Eastern State Penitentiary, which housed Al Capone. Yeah, and like other like Prohibition yeah. era criminals. I thought so. I thought that was really cool. <clears throat> yeah, you know? yeah, that one was more like I would like to go to that one like as a history lesson, like go during the day and learn about it. Al Capone's like cell or whatever. Yeah. I mean, supposedly that was a cell. No, it was. Okay. That was where he was. They just like remade it to look like how I guess it would have looked like then. But that actually, that actual cell was where he was. That's where they put him. Um, and then at the end there was like a little bar and like dance hall thing. Yeah, it was fun. It was was cool. Yeah, Yeah. it was cool. Um, I'll give it that. But I, I remember going to Eastern State Penitentiary when I was younger, like maybe in college and I was so scared. But then the second time I went back, I was like, oh, and I I think it might've been that I just knew what to expect. But like the first time I, I mean, I was screaming the whole time. (laughs) It was, yeah, screaming. Um, but yeah, we went to the one Bane. That one was more of a like sensory experience. It was more like 
people shoving, screaming, like, in your face, like, right, breathing on you, you yeah. know, whatever. And, like, people jumping out from behind and not having to worry about, like, not touching you because they can, like, they can just, like, grab you. Yeah, but it was not, like, for- they're not forcefully grabbing you. And they, they get close up with their hands and they're, not, like, grabbing you to a hurt. Like, no, 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 you, yeah. You, you can feel them on you, but it's, like, a, they're not, like, squeezing or anything. It's, yeah. And you just kind of go with it because, you know, it's. Yeah, I love a haunted house. If anybody knows any good haunted houses in the tri-state area, hit us up, WJT Podcast on Instagram, WJTPodcast at gmail.com. And the reason that I sound like a snuffleupagus is because I have really bad allergies. I promise you it's not a COVID thing. I just feel like I should say that because yeah, I sound... You are a snuffleupagus. I sound congested. Okay. And uh, this wine is helping, though. Or maybe it's hurting. I don't know. No, no, no. no. They said um, wine and like uh, liquor and alcohol in general is good if you have like a cold or collect symptoms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who said that? I read about it. Oh, it was in like a health journal, I'm sure. Yeah, it said. Uh, oh no, no. If you if you read like what the healthy benefits of wine and like whiskey are, sure. Both um, end up leading to towards. It says like uh, helps if you're like feeling like ill. Yeah. It can help you, um, you know, get better. Probably because of the alcohol. Maybe, right. You know. Right. Oh, and I just heard uh-huh. um the cats are crunching on their on their kibble behind you me. You want to tell them what you did to our cats? Yesterday? No, I don't want to. That that was that was scary in itself. It was scary enough to not have to talk about it. It, it was vet day for for the boys. Yeah, for Jordy and Clay. And what I was about to say is Jordy is our household Halloween prop. He's a black cat, so like around Halloween, I'm just like, oh, it's like a Halloween. <laughs> it's a haunted house in here because we have a black cat that crosses our path every time we walk around. <laughs> and he's a spooky guy. Yeah, he is a spooky guy. Yeah, and we took them to the vet. Um, it was semi-traumatic because we had to leave them with the vet by themselves. Yeah, like we were about to walk in and like, oh no, you can't. Like, we're like, uh, what? Like, yeah, we'll just we'll just take them. Yeah, we're just gonna take them and we'll take care of everything. And I was like, <gasps> I, I mean, I had a really hard time with it. You were just like, whatever. I was kind of all right. If you guys want to take them off our hands, then sure, no problem. No. Like, it was the vet. I wasn't, like, concerned, like... Something. Yeah, but you say that, like, if you want to take them off our hands, like, and just never give them back. No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant, like, if you want to deal with getting them out and getting them back <laughs> in this cage that we just had to deal with for... Yeah. Well, it wasn't that bad. We, I mean, yeah, we have to... Do, basically, so what we have to do is we have to corner them into our room, <laughs> into our bedroom, and then we have to take apart our bed yeah. and close off all doors, all exits, anywhere they can possibly hide under. Uh, we got Jordy pretty easily, the black one. I felt his heart... When I picked him up, his heart was pounding. Oh. I know. Uh, he was all right. And then, but Clay, the gray one, like found a way to get under the damn desk. Son of a bitch. Uh, with a nightstand or whatever. I don't know how he did it. I had to pry him out under there. And then, like, I grabbed him and um, we put him in. He makes he, himself big yeah. so that he can't, like, fit through the little hole for the cat carrier. Yeah. Like, he's fighting us getting into the damn cat carrier. And yeah. It's just like, just go in the cat carrier. Just man. go in the cat carrier. Yeah. Cat carriers. Yeah. Yeah. And we can only take two at a time. We have three cats and we can only take two. At a time because we only have two carriers and I refuse to buy a third one. So we have to take Max another day, which will be a treat in itself. Yeah, but at least like we can trick her. She's like, easier, yeah. But you second, just have to give her a treat and she's like, well. You have to just hold her and the second yeah. she's, but she, but so Max, I think, fights us worse than the other two. <laughs> to get in the carrier. In general. Yeah, you she'll, have to put, you have scream. to put her, at, yeah, she screams. She tries to. You have to put her ass first into the carrier. Yeah. Yeah. At, but, well, we had to put all of them ass first into the carrier. Right. Because they'll, they'll fight. They won't. Yeah. They they'll won't. put their arms out so that they can't. I, I mean, it's, it's just like, a horror I, show. It's, it's like, really what bad. are you trying to accomplish? Like, you know. You're going to go. Like, you're going to. I hate to say it, but we're the superior species. Like, we yeah. are going to put you in this carrier yeah. and bring you out. But, like, and I didn't. But the thing is, is, they get so scared. And I don't want them to think that I, like, just left them with the vet. Like, they probably thought that for a minute, don't you think? Um. 
They've no. forgiven me since then. I've noticed. No, like I, I said, I don't think they're going to be like that. I think they're just going to be so like unsure of what's going on. They won't really even realize that we're not there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, you know, they I don't fine. know. It was sad. But Jordy is our Halloween cat. Hey, all you true crime fans. This is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morf. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, you had mentioned before we started watching. Okay, so this year's Netflix Halloween, I guess Halloween time uh, series is the sequel. I don't know that it's a sequel. I think it's just made by the same people and there's the same actors and actresses, but it's called The Haunting of Bly Manor. And Julian didn't watch The Haunting of Hill House with me, so he doesn't know like just how scary it's going to get. Because you watch it without me, Carly. Well, yeah, but I also know that you don't, like you just said, you don't really like I like scary. I like this. Okay. I like that stuff. Okay. I do. What I'm saying is, I don't like to watch like <laughs> old movies, like with, people getting dismembered. I don't know, with Doctor Hell or whatever like that, <laughs> and the Leprechaun, and just watch people just get murderly, 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 brutally, <laughs> brutally <that> mutilated, <laughs> brutally mutilated. Yes, I know it's a movie, but like at the same time, it's like I don't like enjoy watching this. This is not like yeah, I'd rather watch okay. something else. So. But like suspense, yeah, this series, I like yeah. drama. I like I, I like this. I like the haunting stuff. Yeah, I, this series yeah. is more genuinely spooky and like horror-y and less like gory. Like there's not like the Saw movies. That's something that you can't really you no, don't really. I've love. seen some of the Saw. I've seen but the it's Saw like movies. it's like brutal like mutilation of people. It's it's pretty bad. Some of them are bad because it's like some of the people getting brutal like brutally brutal mutilation. They, they like did something or whatever. They're like not that bad of a person. Yeah, but so, they're repenting. Like this is that like they, they yeah, give them so, like their penance or whatever. So that that's where I'm like okay, that's a little like it's also just like so deranged. Like yes, I I, I think that's what it is too. And, you yeah. know, what it is it's like the thought process of that someone made made it up like psychos yeah. someone like thought about yeah you don't like like psycho human behavior and psycho like murders like you're not into that i like no i'm all about me- the mental thing and psychology okay. see this is i mean the, the, you have a very intricate and the psychosocial okay and dark side of shit but okay. i get I, i'm so i'm good with all that it's just i don't need to watch someone be brutally murdered that's all that's it that's it very simple very okay. simple okay I mean, that's fair. So, yeah, Haunting of Bly Manor. Or, we, can I interrupt? Yeah, go ahead. Or, in a Dexter series, one. Oh, yeah, you like can Dexter. I, can I mention it now? When? When what? When Rita. Oh, like the biggest cinematic death of my existence? Yeah. yeah. Rita, so Rita it was, Morgan? It was almost worse that they didn't show the death. You just see her dead in the tub. Yeah. It's almost but worse. But you know what happened to her because you know who killed her. Yeah, and you saw in the first episode of that season how he did it. How, yeah. And it's just like... Femoral artery bleed out. Yeah, and it's just like so possessed and mm-hmm. so psychologically fucked that yeah. like it makes it so bad. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what the hardest part about it. Yes, it's drama. Yes, it, it's it, it's a, it, it was, it's a season yeah. or it's a series. But at the same time, you really think about it. It's like, damn, <laughs> that shit is... It messes with you. It, it's supposed to, though. That's the yeah, whole idea traumatic. of the dramatic entertainment. Yeah, yeah totally. I agree. Yeah. But some of us like revel in that. But just to touch quickly, I also watched Ratchet 
on that was good. Netflix. I mean, you watched episode one and episode eight, so you don't. How do you know what happened? Because again, another thing you watch without me, Carly. <laughs> you just started to watch without me, and I'm watching it. Yeah, because I just figured, like, I'm like, he's really not it. Like, you don't love American Horror Story when it's on. I, Carly, I watch it with you though. Okay, so I'm into it. Like Ratchet, the first episode, I was like, okay, this is, I get it, I, I, I'm in it. And then I saw the last episode, and I'm like, yeah, this is really good. Oh, I saw the second to last episode, and then the last, and the last episode. episode. And I was just like, this is really good. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not like, I don't know. I was into it as it picked up like in the middle. Yeah. But then it started to get American Horror Story on me. And like, I love American Horror Story. Like the very first season, Coven, like I really loved those seasons. But then like, I feel like as the seasons went on, like I was just like, okay, this is like, I mean, the storylines just got more and more absurd and obscure. I think obscure is the better word because it was just so like psychological and you found yourself needing to google characters because you're like wait who is that what are you talking about it was almost like it was just got confusing um and i saw ratchet trying to starting to take that turn but i think cutting it down to eight episodes was key i think that they did a good job of like zoning in on like what Mm -hmm. needed to uh, happen in the plot you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying um but yeah ratchet like the ending was like it ended in a way that they could continue like they're gonna do another season yeah like with with the same people yes. and the same storyline. Yes. Because... The- well, maybe a different storyline. I don't know. I mean, same relative storyline. Right. And yeah. well, no, well, with the way it ended, though, like... Yeah. It was like, okay, so... It was a cliffhanger. So, so can we get... It was like, more. It was like okay, so they just stopped recording. Right. So it's like, okay, like, what is the end to this? And right. Like, There's no, none. Just, They're going to keep just going. Gonna stop here. Yeah. So it's like, as, in my opinion, you have to keep continue with the same story. There, yeah, you're or, left yeah. You're left with Edmund and Mildred yeah. kind of threatening each other. Like, I'll but, find you. No, I'll find you. And then that's it. So it's yeah. either you, you continue with that exact same story or you have a different story which ties into this story. Right. And it leads to the ending. Right, which they might they already went kind of into Edmund's past but I wonder if they'll do a more detailed version of Mildred's past because you only saw like glimpses of her past she was a military nurse quote unquote right. that was putting soldiers out of their misery in World War II oh, see, <laughs> that I was did, her background I, I, I yeah you didn't see it that, you missed so, all yeah. of it yeah she was she was like a, a nurse death in the military so um and i don't think she actually is a nurse i think she was just a soldier and she just kind of like took on this role and then managed to get out of the military and still hold on to the nurse title interesting but it's like set kind of back old in like the 40s or 50s so like it's kind of believable that like you wouldn't need like papers i guess i don't know obviously you needed to have certifications back then but i'm sure it was like easier to for uh counterfeit rather um So yeah, we'll see what uh, where that goes. But I mean, it was just okay. I mean, it wasn't, okay. I didn't think it was great. But Haunting of Hill House, outstanding. And when I finished it last year, I was so excited because they said they were going to do another season from that creator and that writer this year. And it's um, The Haunting of Bly Manor, I think it's called, or Bly, yeah, Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we watched the first episode and it's already like so twisted. <laughs> like it's quintessential horror movie uh actress what is her name do we know her name she was in you oh yeah she was in um, you i don't remember her name but let um, me look it up um i was like oh i, re- I recognize her you immediately were like oh yeah she was in you i'm like oh yeah she was you is also you is also it's also scary series. yeah oh, that's a very good series that's like realistic scary um because it's you know something that could easily ha- i mean Probably i would has. hope that somebody wouldn't go on a murder spree like that and get away with it but I'm um, sure it has. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's still happening. I know, yeah, I don't know yeah, anything. I mean, yeah. um, okay, it's Victoria Pen- Pedretti. Um, she played Nell in The Haunting of Hill House, and now she and she played Love in You. Love, yeah. Um, now she's playing like a babysitter, I guess you could say, or nanny. Yeah, like a nanny. In The Haunting of Bly Manor, nanny and was. she's just got that like horror movie face. You know, like she does a really good like scared. She does really good crying. 
Yeah. Like, she's just, like, a scary show or movie actress, I feel like. Yes. And she's got, like, that deep, like, blank stare that, like, could be, like, very, like, possessed or whatever. Um, But we watched the first episode. We're actually probably going to watch the second episode tonight. Maybe. Maybe, if you have the energy. Julian has to work very early in the morning. But, um, but yeah, the first, um, the first episode kind of sets it in England. And um, this woman who's played by Pedretti goes and interviews with this this man that put out an ad for an au pair for his niece and nephew I think uh yeah and apparently the ad had been out for like months and nobody had filled it and she was she so she went and I think she's got like a checkered past because she kind of hinted at having some sort of issue she was a teacher but like something happened yeah but then you see this thing in the mirror if she looks into the mirror yeah there's like this dark figure dark figure yeah she's like she covers up all she covers up all the mirrors so that she can't see this like crazy dark figure um and then she so you hear you hear kind of like tinges of like okay something must have happened so she relocated to england it seems like and she she answered this ad that has been in the paper for weeks and weeks and weeks so she shows up and the guy is just kind of like the guy that's hiring her is kind of like well you know you had such a great teaching job what happened like what and he she was like well you've had this ad out for weeks what happened with the you know what's going on with this it seems like an ideal job why is nobody taking it and he kind of like describes in euphemisms like their previous au pair like killed herself but like it had nothing to do with the house and had nothing to do with his niece and nephew but it obviously does yeah and like from rip she gets to this like bly manor she meets the kids they seem super nice and normal but like creepy shit starts happening immediately yeah like immediately and you're just like you're in a different country in a place you don't know anything about i wouldn't say the kids seemed normal they were they were a little off they're like very like well-mannered yeah but like you kind of chalk that up to okay maybe they're just british kids you know what i mean Mm -hmm. well i mean an american girl with the dead dolls yeah and then like in the but place, that's what i'm saying from rip of them. yeah right and then the boy like awkwardly looking at her while she was about to change <laughs> and, and silently like, stalking her in. yeah yeah that was weird but yeah. yeah we um so we're excited to get it i mean and then she gets locked in that closet this is all episode one yeah she gets locked in the closet for hours by the kids by the kids and then they let her out and they're like sorry and like nothing gets explained no, they were like, yeah, like it wasn't us. Like, so like, I was sorry. like, all right, they must have been possessed by that doll that she pissed off, that dead doll she pissed right. off. Right. And they must have just like and, done it. You know? Yeah. But, and she was like giving the little girl a bath and the girl kept staring past her at something. Yeah. And like gave it And like, I a can't look. think of anything scarier than like a little kid like looking past you at something and you could tell they're looking at something or someone and, and there's then, nothing there. And then she made like a, uh, like a gesture to it. Remember yeah. Saying, yeah. Yeah. She like nodded. Yeah. Oh my God. So scary. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. It's like authentic, good horror content yeah it's really good so we're excited to get into that um i love a a halloween classic i love a hocus pocus i love a casper the friendly ghost um i'm trying to think there's i think they put monsters inc on the list for um halloween movies this year yeah because that's kind of like a pseudo halloween movie scary movie love monsters inc i love monsters inc and monsters university mike wazowski is one of my favorite Disney disney characters yeah um so yeah uh we just wanted to kind of get on here and just talk about Halloween because we love it so much. Um, and we're not going to get to do what we usually want to do um, for Halloween. Um, but I told myself I was going to mention this in the beginning with our description of our theme. But another horror show that's happening is the political race in our country. Are we getting into this now? Or like just for bombs? just for a brief second, because we watched the VP debate. We watched the presidential debate. I don't think we talked about either one on here yet. No, we definitely we, didn't talk about I think VP. We, we may have um 
hinted that we've we've watched it, but we never. I don't think we we've yet we haven't had time to. Yeah, we haven't had time to talk about it because we talked about other things. The Peru episode comes out tomorrow. Um, what you know when you guys hear this, it'll already be out. But um, yeah. So we watched the presidential debate uh, with my parents and like a bunch of other people that are like minded, and I mean. And I'm t- I'm trying to be totally unbiased here. I just feel like a lot of stuff went unanswered entirely. I mean, obviously a lot of stuff went unanswered from Trump, but like even Biden, like a lot of the questions he was asked like didn't get answered like properly. Well, they all do that shit. It's that, like yeah. it's like it's like it, there should be a rule like if if we ask you a question and you start to not answer it, we're going to cut you off. Like you need you need to directly answer the yeah. question, not yeah. like beat around the bush and then your answer is completely like not the answer. Right. Like, right. Like, how are you going to address 210,000 dead Americans and this pandemic come November if it's still going on, which it seems like it will be? The answer isn't, oh, well, he did this wrong. He did this wrong. He did this wrong. The answer is, how are you going to improve it? Right. You right. know, and it was just a lot of mudslinging, I think, on both sides. But I mean, we feel a certain way. I mean, I thought there was it was very clear who the winner was. I mean, it just really depends on who you talk to. I mean, you you th- you talk to people and you oh, think, and oh, you must you must clear. not have yeah. been watching the same thing I was watching, you know. Well, then again, we're gonna go back to being biased, and yeah. like y- they were watching the same thing you were watching, but because they already are locked they've in decided, on who yeah. their person is, right? Um, they've decided that. W- that no matter what, no matter what, that person would whip out a gun and shoot the freaking questionnaire. Yeah. And the person would be like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I support that person even better. Yeah, even more now. Yeah. Like it, it just, it just how, how, how it is. So, all you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. Th- these debates are almost honestly like pointless. Right. Because for the most part, by now, everyone already knows who they're voting for. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think I think what I want to do is have an episode where we talk kind of hot button issues and we kind of put lay everything out for our listeners. Um, I'm trying my very best not to be biased. Um, Julian and I, obviously, I'm pretty sure our listeners know where we where our loyalty lies in terms of this particular election. But um, I do have a lot of resources where I'm trying to expose myself to all different news outlets and trying to understand all the issues from both sides um so i would really like to do an episode where we talk about everything that's kind of like you know you could even take like the debate questions and kind of lay them all out um yeah no i i agree i think um and again it's unfortunate that we've already spoken about this but that we're so divided as a country instead and as people and as parties instead we should be trying to solve what is the best thing to do moving forward for our country instead of fighting over uh, uh, like like bullshit you know? yeah you know what i mean yeah. like Again, we've spoken many times, like, you know, Carl and I are very uh, progressive and about good change and about, like, you can't continue to live in the 1950s or the 1800s or the 1430s because as time goes on, people go on, generations move on, you know, you have to think of, you know, what's... What's best? Some people think that the conservative approach, uh, in my opinion, is, is an old-fashioned stigma that's, that holds us back is the right way. And other people think that, and I, you know, the, the progressive approach is yeah. some people aren't ready for it yet. You know? Yeah. Um, but but then again, that can be um, but I think it's, I think twisted it, and turned yeah. into many different things. On, yeah. They're like, well, you know, you're a liberal. You don't believe in, you know, pro-life, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's not like that. It's know? really, yeah, it, it, there is a lot of gray area. And I think that's something that I would like to highlight. Um, if this is something you want to hear us talk about, let us know. WJT Podcast on Instagram, WJTPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I would like to try and get an episode like that released, obviously, before Election Day. Um, 
and we can talk about kind of all the issues and where each of the candidates uh, platforms kind of falls on each of those um, issues. Uh, you know, like I said, um, I would I would say that both candidates, all four, you know, president and VP candidates all had a tendency to kind of dodge questions and kind of, you know, just explain away and kind of attack their their um, adversary more so than adding anything that was of substance. I think Kamala did a better job um, of addressing the actual question um, that was asked of her. Yeah. She, I mean, she tended to beat around the bush as well, but then uh, I think, I feel like towards the end of it, she though, ended, then she like, landed yeah. the plane. like, okay, there you go. Those were the, those were the five words people were waiting yeah. to hear. Um, there yeah. was some fact checking going on, um, with Pence and, you know, the fact checking came back overwhelmingly, uh, with an overwhelming number of lies that he was telling. So, um, do right. with that what you will. I mean, some people aren't bothered by that. You know, some people just want him to get through this and get into office, which is fine. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, which is why you should get out and vote. Yeah. But um, we also we also are not going to lose any any friends over this, or right? Like that. Like everyone has their own opinion, but in in the end, like we're all yeah, we're all like Americans, yeah, right. And we need to figure out together how we're going to reunite this country. Yeah. Because right now, you know, like it, it's it's basically civil war. You know, yeah. Between freaking parties. Yeah. You know, like w- we should we need to have a solve for everyone. You right. Know? And I don't know. It, yeah. It's um. It's complicated. It's complicated. It's also scary. It's also scary. It fits right in with our spooky theme. Yeah, That's why we wanted to touch on it a little bit. Give you a little taste of what episodes are coming. Um, but yeah, with that, we wanted to just kind of do a, a lighthearted episode, um, about Halloween. Like I said, we love Halloween. We love spooky shit. We love themes. We love all that, uh, Halloween parties. So we're hoping to get back to it next year, but this year it's definitely going to be toned down. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in guys. Stay spooky. Appreciate everybody. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to We're Just Talking. Perfect. Hosted on dimlywit.com.